So what is your next big sales presentation, the end of a basketball game, or perhaps that first fitness competition you signed up for have in common? They all require you to perform well under pressure. And that's what we're talking about on this brand new episode of the Compete Everyday Podcast is how do competitors excel under pressure? What's up, competitors? Welcome back to the Compete Everyday Podcast. My name's Jake Thompson. I'm excited you're here hanging out this week. As today is March 1st, we are kicking off a brand new month, and that means we have more bonus episodes. So you can prepare to get a brand new episode twice a week, all month long. This one, obviously, coming down to you on March 1st, we have a brand new episode coming Wednesday with the founder of Jim Gypsy as well as another bonus episode on Friday. So to find out about the latest episodes, make sure you don't miss the best conversations, the greatest insights and ways that you can win your work, your workouts, and your life. I'm going to encourage you to subscribe to the podcast here on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, or if you're in your web browser, bookmark podcast.competeeveryday.com so you know when a brand new episode is out each and every week and you can continue to build your competitor mindset and excel at the things that matter to you in life, that matter to you in your career, matter to you in your training. That's our goal here is to equip you with the mindset to keep showing up, keep competing every day and win your work, your workouts, and your life. To get in touch with the show, email me at podcast.competeeveryday.com. And to find out the latest things going on, including a number of our brand new releases, my upcoming speaking schedule, which is all over the U.S. this month, and any other events, visit CompeteEveryDay.com. Even better, you can use the code PODCAST to get 15% off any order this month at the CompeteEveryDay.com store. So check it out. Brand new designs, brand new colorways on classics, and as always, our best-selling shirt of the month club. Now... You guys have submitted today's topic about how to perform better under pressure, and so we're going to dive into the things you can do preparing for that event, dealing with the high pressure in the moment, and most of all, setting yourself up to excel, stay cool under pressure, and be clutch when you're counted on. So last night after I'd gotten in from a conference, uh, I was sitting at my favorite Mexican food restaurant watching the end of the Boston Celtics-Houston Rockets game. The Rockets ended up winning in overtime, but if you watched the game, the last few seconds of regulation were incredible. They had a missed free throw. The ball was kicked out. Jalen Brown grabs it and nails a clutch three-point to give his team the opportunity to extend the game going to overtime. The one thing I love about that moment is the highlight went viral. Everybody was talking about how Jalen Brown was so clutch under pressure, how that was such a big moment. How was he able to stay calm, hit the shot, stay focused with all that pressure, with the the frantic feelings of being at the end of the game, with the game on the line and, and all the stakes that matter, even if it's a regular season game. And it got me thinking about how the perfect timing lined up with some of the questions I'd started receiving from you about the podcast. Uh, You know, I I tell you each and every week, if you want to submit a topic, if there's a challenge, if there's something you're struggling with, shoot us an email to podcast at competeeveryday.com. And a few of you had submitted about the idea of how do I perform better under pressure? A couple of people talked about they have to give a lot of presentations at work and they almost kind of psych themselves out. 
they get so amped up, so nervous, so stressed before the presentation. And then obviously afterwards, they're kicking themselves. A couple of other people talked about they were doing their first Spartan race or they had a fitness competition and and they were worried about just falling flat on their face in that moment because it was their first one. And so they were like, we've got to, I want to hear some conversation and topics around how do we perform better under pressure? Like how do certain people excel? They have that quote clutch gene while other people just simply choke. See, that's how we talk about people in sports. You're either clutch You hit the game-winning shot, you're cool under pressure, or you're a choker. You can't perform when the lights are brightest, when the stakes are biggest, and the pressure is at its peak. It's funny about clutch and and choking. Michael Jordan, arguably, I would say not arguably, but absolutely, the greatest basketball player of all time, is famous for one of his quotes that says, I've missed more than 9,000 shots in my career. 26 times I've been trusted to take the game-winning shot and missed. People would say he choked in those moments, but yet we would never use the word choke with Michael Jordan because we see him as the greatest player of all time. He's clutch because he's hit so many game winners. Kobe Bryant missed countless game-winning shots, but he also hit a number of game-winning shots. LeBron was called a choker because he, he couldn't get over the hump, couldn't win that title. Despite it being a team effort, despite the fact that he had just unbelievable games and series, and and Jordan and James and Bryant, they kept shooting. Even though they missed, they would keep shooting. They weren't worried. They weren't phased. They weren't listening to what other people said. And so as people would call them choke artists, they just didn't have that clutch gene that other guys do. That's simply not the case. If Jordan missed 26 game winners... And you dare call him a choke artist. Any basketball fan would laugh at you because they knew better. And so looking at Brown's conversation last night, thinking about each of you and what you could be going through, we each enter high stakes, high pressure situations. A lot of times we put the pressure on ourselves. Walking into that big sales meeting, like we have so much pressure and attention that we're putting on ourselves that only amplifies the situation. Going into that first fitness competition, a lot of times we're so worried about what other people are going to say, what we're going to look like, all of this. We build this thing up in our head when in reality, most people there are just focused on themselves. They're worried what other people are thinking too. They're just trying to do their best. They're not worried about you. They're just trying to show up, stay focused and do their best. And so there's two parts to handling pressure, performing well under pressure. There's The preparation before the opportunity arrives, before the competition, before the sales meeting, before the speech, any of those, before the test, you have the preparation side and then you have the during side. So during the preparation side, the most important thing you can do is get your reps in. Practice, practice, practice. I laugh when I talk to people at my speaking events who, who come up sometimes and say, man, I want to do that. I love that. It, I, you know, I love to talk. It's so much fun. You know, you get to get up and speak for an hour and, and go. And I laugh because I'm like, yeah, but you didn't see me this week spending 15 hours doing this exact same talk in my office, practicing it, working my blocking, working my staging. I've given pieces of this talk well over hundreds of times throughout my podcast, my other talks, uh, breakouts, interviews, you name it. I've been working on getting those reps. So when I step onto a stage now, it's excitement. It's not nervousness. It's excitement because I've prepared. 
The way we get better at things is we rehearse, we practice, we get our reps in. If we're giving a sales presentation to our team, we dang well better give that presentation 10, 15, 20 times before the day arrives to give it. That's why it becomes so natural. It looks so smooth because it's not the first time. People get incredibly nervous when they try to wing it, when they go in and they present it for the first time. And you should be nervous because you've never done it before. The players that hit the game-winning shots at the end of the games, and you know what? Even the ones that miss them sometimes, they're not nervous because they've taken that shot thousands of times in gyms, in, in practices, by themselves, with teammates, and in games. They've been there. They've done that. This is just another rep. So you've got to practice getting those reps in. If you're going into a, a fitness competition, work the movements. Practice the workouts. Time yourself. Know where you need to hit the gas and where you need to slow down. Know yourself. That's why you get the reps. You start to understand yourself. You identify different strengths and weaknesses. You build on the strengths. You start to curb those weaknesses. The second thing you have to do during the preparation process is visualize it. You have to practice visualization, and I can say that because I used to laugh at the idea of visualization. <laughs> Literally, I could not see the point of sitting here and imagining yourself in situations. Like, okay, what's it going to look like when I walk onto that stage? What's it going to look like when I get to that competition? What's it going to look like when I cross that finish line? Like, there's no point in that for me. I was like, I don't have time for that. I, I need to practice. I need to get better. But the more research and study I've done around the brain and how it works. I'm fascinated by it. And you can't help but study brain neuroplasticity and visualization and see that sometimes our brains have a problem of distinguishing between what we imagine and reality. And so the importance of visualization is simple in that the more we start to see it in our head, we start to know what it's going to sound like, feel like, the sights, the sound, the glare of the lights, the people, the smells, what we're going to hear. When you can dial in exactly to that moment ahead of you, if you do it enough times, when you get to that moment, your brain is not surprised because in its mind, it's been there. You've been in this spot before. It's not the first time you're walking into a sold out arena. It's not the first time you're catching that ball to shoot it with the game on the line. This is not the first time you've given that presentation and closed the deal. In your brain, you've done it time and time and time again. And so it's not surprised when you're there. It's not like your brain goes into overdrive panicking because we've never been in the spot. We don't know what to do. Oh my God, there's so much stress. There's so much pressure. No. Your brain says, we've been here. We've done this. This is just another time. So you've got to get your reps in. You've got to practice visualization, even if you think it's far out there. My challenge to you this week is to spend seven days, every single day, just 30 seconds, a minute, visualizing that goal, that achievement, where you're trying to go. And the third piece is to practice self-talk, positive self-talk. How are you talking to yourself during the rehearsal process? How are you building yourself up? It's so easy for us to be our own worst enemy. We get inside our own heads. We beat ourselves down. We, we overanalyze situations. We criticize ourselves worse than sometimes our worst enemies would. There's a podcast that I'll link to in the show notes that we recorded earlier this year about the power of positive self-talk and how you can build yours. And so I'll link to the podcast article on the blog so you can dive into a few ways that you can build self-talk. But know this, you got to be your own biggest cheerleader. 
I'm not telling you to lie to yourself, but I'm telling you to speak life, to speak courage, to encourage yourself every single day. Build yourself up. Get into a habit of being your biggest fan. And so during that preparation phase, we're focused on getting the reps, getting quality reps in, not half-assed, not sorry reps in, hard-earned, solid, intentional working reps. Then we want to visualize what that experience is going to be like, what it's going to be like when we step on the stage, when we get into that moment. We have to practice positive self-talk. We have to talk to ourselves better. And then, then we get to the moment the deering, the opportunity, the game-winning shot, the presentation, stepping on the stage, the moment that we want so bad, yet we get so nervous about. We add so much pressure to our shoulders. The few things that you have to remember in that moment, the first is control your breathing. If you're doing the March Community Challenge with us in our Facebook group, you know we're doing the Ice Cold Shower Challenge. So every day this month, we're doing a cold shower. We're building that up 30 seconds this week, a minute, two minutes, five minutes. That's where we're focused. The biggest thing you have to remember when you jump into that cold water is to control your breathing. See, that's probably the hardest part because your body goes into shock, you panic. Your heart rate gets accelerated. You start breathing really, really fast and then you got to jump out. What you've got to learn to do is control your breathing. Control your breathing. One of the, the most common exercises in controlling your breathing is the box. Breathing. Breathe in for four seconds. You hold it for four seconds. You breathe out for four seconds. You hold it for four seconds before breathing in again. You can literally visualize a box as you're breathing in, holding, breathing out, holding. Your goal with breathing is to control your heart rate, to to get the heart to slow down, to quit panicking in that moment. Second thing you have to do is to trust your preparation. If you were intentional, diligent and consistent with your repetitions and your practices, then you've done the work. You should have the confidence that you can do this because you've done it hundreds of times before. You've built that muscle, that experience muscle. The third thing in that moment is positive self-talk. Maybe get it out of your head and verbally, audibly start talking positively to yourself. Remind yourself, you've done the work. You've been here. You can do this. Be your biggest cheerleader in that moment. There's an incredible video in the blog post on positive self-talk of uh, Los Angeles Rams uh, defensive tackle, MVP, Aaron, Aaron Donald, talking to himself during the middle of a game. It's a beautiful illustration of being positive self-talk in a big game in the moment. He's not nervous. He's not panicking. He's reminding himself he's trained for this moment. He deserves to be here. The fourth thing to do It's to challenge your perspective. Most of us look at high pressure, high stakes, big situations as stressful. We're worried about them. They could be bad. Oh my God, what's the worst thing that could happen? That's what we think about. But we have to start looking at those situations as opportunities. Here's an opportunity for me to excel. Here is an opportunity for me to do better. I was talking to my wife last week about she had an incredibly stressful week at work. She had a full day. She was nervous. I could tell she was a little antsy on some of it. And I told her, I said, I know it's stressful and it's high pressure because you have these agents waiting on you. You have all these moving pieces. But what you have actually is an opportunity to help people. You have an opportunity to show your 
how strong you are, how smart you are, how great your team is. You have an opportunity to excel. See, when we see something as a negative or as a challenge, we tend to shy away. We get in that fight or flight. Most of us are just flight. We have the fear. We run. But when we see something as an opportunity, well, that should open us up. Because opportunities are things we rise up to. As competitors, we see, we overcome. We use it as an opportunity to inspire other people. So see your situation not as a challenge, not as something nervous, not as something crazy, high pressure, as an opportunity because here's the key. Billie Jean King said at best, pressure is a privilege. If you are in a high pressure situation, it means what you're doing matters. It's important. It's impactful. It influences others. See, nobody cares if there's no pressure. Nobody cares if the situation is so basic that uh, nothing's at stake. Who wants that? Who wants to go around in that kind of situation? But when there's pressure, when you have the opportunity to step into something that's high stakes, man, that's awesome. Because that means what you're doing matters. And if what you're doing matters, then you've got to rise to that opportunity in that moment. And then finally, the last piece, just act as if you've been there. If you visualize it, if you've gotten the reps in, if you've practiced, this is not something new. You've been there, done that. Treat it like Barry Sanders scoring a touchdown in the 90s. Flip it to the ref and go back to the huddle because you've been there and you'll be back. So preparation, get your reps in, visualize it and build your positive self-talk. And then when you get to that moment, control your breathing, trust your preparation, build your positive self-talk, embrace the moment as an opportunity because this pressure is a privilege. And then act as if you've been there because you know you have and you know you'll be back. That's how competitors excel under pressure this week. I hope you can start applying this to your career, maybe to your training and to your life. Get after it and as always, compete every day. Thanks again for tuning in to another episode of the Compete Every Day podcast. To get in touch with me or the show, email us at podcast at competeeveryday.com. To join our free Facebook community and get connected with other ambitious leaders working to win their work, their workouts, and their life, be sure to visit us at facebook.com slash groups slash compete every day. Until the next episode, keep competing every single day because your life is worth it.